We will start by saying this, watch Nope knowing as little about the movie as you possibly can. If you've successfully managed to avoid any trailer other than that first teaser, then you're on good form. Because the best way to experience this Jordan Peele movie is to sit down in the cinema, just sit there and be going, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the most enjoyable experience. Fairly early in the review, but I also want to just say, if you've already seen it, go watch it again in the cinema. We know that this one is late to Malaysian cinema. <clears throat> we know that this one is late to Malaysian cinemas and it's already available digitally, both legally and illegally. So if you have actually watched it on your TV or your iPhone or your iPad, trust us when we tell you it is a terrible experience. Nothing will prepare you for the scope of this movie on the big screen. And it's not just and it's not just the gorgeous cinematography. It's the sound as well. Yeah. If you yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. watch this on IMAX, there are moments when your heartbeat will be in sync with the thumping of the film. And it's just great. It's an actual ride. In the past, I've used that term as almost like a, a shorthand for a movie that's got maybe slightly less of a story. But it's not. This is the full package. It's beautiful. The audio design is great. The story is amazing. It works on all the cinematic experiences, really. Nope really raises Jordan Peele's internal bar with regards to his production. Like, this is full-on cinema. Oh, for sure. Like, Get Out and Earth, brilliant films, really enjoyed them, but they were, of course, quite intimate in scope. I mean, both those movies were essentially single set for the most part, right? Get Out was set in that white person manor house. Us was also kind of in a house and running through the streets in that neighborhood. With Nope, he kind of expands his scope in a huge way. Like this movie is completely sprawling. It's set in the California desert. The cinematography is absolutely beautiful. And he uses these kind of vast spaces to still instill a sense of terror and horror and suspense. Like the movie still feels claustrophobic, even though it isn't in any way or form. The claustrophobia doesn't come from the setting, you know. Oh, yes and I, mean, I guess yes and no. But because what I was going to say was that despite the wide open spaces that our heroes find themselves in, it's both claustrophobic and feels remote. I mean, on the face of it, it is a very simple monster movie, at least as far as first appearances go. And we're not going to give away much about this film. We want you to enjoy it for what it is, but we will tell you that it kind of centers around two siblings, OJ and M, played by Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer. The only thing we'll tell you about this movie is what you've already seen in the trailers. They own a horse ranch, and they are, and I quote, the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood. There is an interesting historical parallel that Jordan Peele kind of invents for this film, which is also very fascinating and will send you down a rabbit hole for sure. But also, there is a threat in the sky. We see it in the trailer. Everyone is looking up. There is something up in the sky. Is it an alien? Is it a UFO? Is it a monster? Who knows? 
And that's all you need to know about this film. Both siblings begin the movie at loggerheads because their father has just died and they're trying to figure out what to do with the family business, but they come together because of this threat from the sky and they have to take it out. Think Close Encounters, think Jaws, think Jurassic Park. It's all of these Spielbergian notions, right, which Jordan Peele has kind of tapped into to make this film. But at the same time, even though we can draw comparisons to anime and Steven Spielberg and Tremors and all of these other movies where Jordan Peele has taken his inspiration from, I think it would be a mistake to cite those and call this movie derivative because it is yeah. not derivative in any way. Watching Nope feels like a truly original cinematic experience, exactly like what it felt like watching Get Out, exactly like what it felt like watching Us. There is something that Jordan Peele does with his cinematic knowledge, with his expertise in the history of cinema, and how he absorbs all of that information to produce something that is completely original. It's, it's amazing. The, the perfect description for this movie when you're talking about its influences is that it's not copying, it's not derivative, it's absolutely inspired. You see that Nope is inspired by the Spielberg horror movies and you've got a review out and in that you've pretty much listed out all of those influences, the more obvious influences. And yet, not knowing those influences doesn't change the experience of this movie. Knowing those experiences doesn't take away from the ride that is this movie, right? You're not going to go, he's just copying Spielberg thing or, or oh, that's just an Akira thing. It's it, Because it's so, it's so well layered into the, the story of Nope that Jordan Peele is able to just use them almost as production Easter eggs. I don't want to say Easter eggs because the story's got enough. If you're an experienced cinema goer, you know that if you know the history of pop culture movies, then you will see it there. And that's fine. And that's the real thrill of a Jordan Peele movie, right? The suspense is there. The tension is there. It's a beautifully crafted piece of art. But I think with Jordan Peele, which is a lot like Christopher Nolan, the real thrill of his movies are the conversations you have afterwards. It's trying to pick apart. It's trying to dissect and decipher all of the crazy things he's doing because these movies are so layered and every layer kind of contributes to the narrative in cool and interesting ways. Like as we walked out of the cinema, the more we thought about it, the more we talked about it. I know we were texting you, me, Nick Dorian. We were just texting back and forth for hours later going, oh my God, I just thought of this like oh what about this reference and what about this and it's not just there for the sake of being an easter egg everything kind of plays into making this a much richer experience and contributes to the story nothing is by accident i also want to just sort of preface all that by saying all those layers are great for the nerds it's not necessary put it this way i'm still unsure about the ending of us I know what it is. People have told me what it is. I'm still not convinced because I'm still not convinced about our lead character's thing. Is she the twin? Is she the twin or is she the... I, I, don't, I don't know and I don't care, right? It's the kind of thing I want to just chew over slowly in my brain. And this movie is layered, is like an onion. It is also a very beautiful onion on its own. Even if you don't take it apart, that's fine because you will enjoy the experience of having seen this in the cinema. 
you don't need to do the nerdy shit. For me, I think one of the most fascinating things about Nope. I mean, first of all, it is only Jordan Peele's third movie. Can we just take a moment to sit down and just let that sink in? This is his third feature film. I think it's his third thing. He's never directed shorts, right? He didn't do shorts. I don't think he directed any Key and Peele stuff. I don't know. I don't think he did. This is his third feature film. It blows the mind. There are a few directors who can pull that off, right? Jaws was Spielberg's third feature, like big screen feature. And so there are a handful of directors who maybe can produce complete works by that point. For me, the big thing is that in his third feature film, Jordan Peele has, I wouldn't say revolutionized the popcorn film industry or the popcorn film genre rather, but he is firmly in that. He's not doing the George Lucas THX thing. He's not doing the Christopher Nolan memento thing. He started with a big movie. I think Nolan is probably one of the closest comparisons to what Jordan Peele is doing right now. In the sense that you can take Nolan's movies like Inception, like Tenet, as the big summer blockbuster spectacles, right? Because he kind of leans into this idea of action, explosions, adventure, but interlaces it with all of these cerebral ideas. And I think Jordan Peele is one of a handful of directors who can do the same thing, where he delivers a big, large-scale popcorn movie that will also make you think because it's got such it's got such a razor sharp intellect to it. Mm, yeah. And I think it's really rare in Hollywood because so often these days we kind of classify movies into the talkies or the blockbuster action movies, right? And never shall the twain meet. Yeah. And yet with something like Nope, you get it. You get it. It's possible. It's possible to be smart and clever and still thrill at the same time. It's possible to balance intriguing ideas with the demands of a summer spectacle. Yeah. And yet very few directors actually do it. So in that sense, I think Jordan Peele is one of a kind or one of two or one of three directors in Hollywood who can still pull this sort of thing off. Yeah. And I just think that that thing that he did, the first thing he did was Get Out. His directorial debut Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I wouldn't say it's jealousy. It's just the, the meteoric rise of his directorial career is, is amazing. And I think that's kind of what I was trying to get through is that, yes, Nolan had done a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, he paid his dues. He did short films, he did Memento, he then moved up the budget scale. And admittedly, Get Out was not a massive budget feature film, but... No, both Get Out and Us were small budget movies, yeah. Or mid-budget movies. Yeah, but the scale was there. You could see his his ability to tell these big stories while focusing on the small bits. And I think Nope is the next big step for him as a director. And it works on every level, right? We've spoken about the cinematography. We've spoken about the storytelling. We've spoken about the production design. We've spoken about the music. But also the way he picks his cast and the way he works with his actors. Daniel Kaluuya is absolutely fantastic. Kiki Palmer is so great. Stephen Yeun is just 
astounding in this part. Like his character, Jupe, is this truly tragic character of cinema. He's had a traumatic past and he does everything in his power to hide it and move on. And yet, even as he moves on, every single action he takes is driven by the single tragic, traumatic moment from his past. It is so well written. There is a cinematographer in this film, Antlers Hoist, played by Michael Wincott. Like, there is so much going on in this film because each one of these characters, I swear to God, could be spun off into their own movie because they're so interesting in their own right. And yet, Michael Wincott, cinematographer Antlers Hoist, has kind of drives this underlying theme of Nope as well. And this is something, it's not a mystery, it's not a secret, you get it immediately as you see it, but Jordan Peele's celebration of cinema and the importance of cinema or the importance of film and how all of that plays into this story that he's trying to tell with OJ and M. And it's it's such a clever aside that plays such an important mm. role in this story. Like he yeah. does it with yeah. every single part. Like this is a movie where its individual parts are great and every single one of them contribute to a magnificent whole. I am so just I'm in awe with his ability to be able to pull off something like this and have it feel so seamless. Like you can watch it on one level and it is a straight up monster movie and you can leave the cinema being completely satisfied with how this thing plays out. And then the more time you spend thinking about it, the more times you watch it, the kind of little details that you notice. And it's just such a stunning display of intricate filmmaking this is the kind of movie that makes everyone in hollywood everyone else in hollywood look lazy and he does it i mean i was gonna say he does it so effortlessly but i don't know if it I don't i'm sure there's a lot of effort effortless. <laughs> yeah i know that's what i was gonna say but what i meant by effortless is that none of the storytelling feels strained the dropping in of the character of angel was perfect. As I was watching it, I was like, mm, who is this guy? I don't need him in my life. And then I realized, no, no, I need him in my life. The Steven Yuen character, which at first feels like maybe he's the the villain to OJ. Although he's not a villainous character, the foil to OJ, but he's not. He's almost the innocent bystander with a name and a history and a background. And that's fine. You're right, the way the stories sort of intertwine and the way the stories sort of hold each other up to give you this beautiful tapestry is is amaz- is an amazing feat of writing, right? None of it feels stretched. None of it feels difficult to get to as an audience member watching this. How else do you take something that is so rooted in genre and elevate it into something completely different? And I don't use the word elevate in a pretentious way because there is no pretension in this movie at least i didn't mm. feel that there was this is not the kind of movie that is trying to do art for art's sake it is the kind of movie that is doing its thing it's telling its story it just so happens to tick all of those boxes those other boxes mm. yes yeah. i'm pretty sure it's yeah. intentional but at the same time the way jordan peele pulls it off makes it feel like it's a by the by it makes it feel like his true love is still genre. In Jordan Peele's ability to craft this beautiful thing, it 
accidentally stumbles into that criterion collection level of filmmaking. You know what I mean? It's not what he's setting out for, but it's completely where he's ended up. You know, it's a, like you said, it's a genre film. If you don't want to talk about the monster, you don't want to talk about its themes of, of, of black erasure and surveillance culture, that's fine because it's a great monster movie. But if you want to go down that rabbit hole, there's a yellow brick road to that and it's fine. Trust us when we tell you that you have to watch this on the biggest screen possible. We know it's available digitally, but do us a favor, buy yourself some tickets and watch this in cinemas. It is, in my opinion, one of the best movies you will see in 2022. I think, fingers crossed, if the Oscars can get over their hangups of genre, this thing is going to do very well during awards season. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Let us know what you think once you have. You know how to reach out on all of our social media feeds, GogglerMY. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my. And also, we're making the Goggler hotline the Nope hotline. Why? Because we know that you are going to want to talk about this movie, and we're here for you. So 012-524-5208. Drop us a WhatsApp. Ask us questions. Tell us all of your theories and reach out and talk to us about Nope. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Goggler Podcast.